Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 363, recorded live on Sunday, June 8th, 2014. And here are your hosts, the man who is all set to record on Saturday, Dave Poy. Hi. And the man who had to be in a parade instead, Andy Lowe. Hi. In a parade? Watch a parade? In a parade. Marching? No, uh, driving. Driving. You got to drive in a parade. Yes. The reason kind of cool. Well, um, one of the radio stations that is part of our group mm-hmm. uh, was going to be in this parade, but there's only a certain number of people who are allowed to drive company vehicles, and the person they had to get to drive the company vehicle had to back out. And so on Thursday afternoon, I get an email going, hey, what are you up to on Saturday? Because we need somebody to drive the station van, and nobody can do it except you. You're, you are literally the only person we can let do this. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you. So I got to sit in the air-conditioned van and drive it around there. Problem since we're a radio station is we got to crank up the music really loud. Mm-hmm. So air-conditioned van with the music really loud? Yes. And the windows down? Yes. But the air-conditioning on? Yes. So wasteful. <laughs> it's not my van. Not your van and not your gas? Is that, that your yep. response? That is my response, yes. To total waste? <laughs> it's not my van. Hey, I got mine, Jack. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Cool. Yeah, so I got to drive the van in a parade. Nice. I mowed the lawn and played <laughs> Pathfinder for six hours. Six hours? Oh, jeez. Yes, it was incredible. Oh, my God, it was awesome. Six Oh. We leveled. Halfway through, we leveled. Six. Oh, I could I could not do that for six hours. Why not? Well, we probably could have be, when I was younger. You could still do it. Six hours of basically D&D. Yeah. In one go? Yeah. Did you stop for food? We started immediately after breakfast. <laughs> Laura and I woke up early yesterday, like 6.15, took the dog out, got, you know, got ready to go, put everything together. We went out to eat. And we were at the place by like 8 o'clock, and then we started playing, and we kept playing until 2. And then you broke for a late lunch. Well, then we stopped. <laughs> oh. And you... Like, uh, we had only meant to go till noon, and it's 2, and we should really stop. We're right at the end of combat. We, we, should, we should stop. God, six hours. Jeez. Yeah, six hours. And the campaign that we're doing is this absolute dungeon crawl so traps and monsters that you you wouldn't normally think and yeah it's it's been interesting huh. i'm playing a rogue in that campaign i see a little stealthy rogue although he's not really stealthy <laughs> i actually have zero points in stealth so not very stealthy rogue but he's nimble he is nimble yes okay it's actually not even really nimble his dex bonus is plus one so what can your rogue do hit <laughs> Really so hard. So he's a he's he's a warrior slash barbarian disguised as a rogue. Kind of. He okay. just like sneak attack does so much extra damage, Andy. And he's got he's got improved feint, so I can spend a move action to basically make someone flat footed. Well, that will help out your bonus then. Yeah, because then I get a sneak attack, and so then it's you know uh, an extra two d six damage right now. Jeez. <laughs> third level it's 3d6 damage Holy it hurts crap yeah it hurts 
Nothing like my my other character, who is uh, he's an inquisitor. Which, if you remember the game that you had started to do online, that was the class that I had chosen. Ah, um, inquisitors are friggin' badasses, but only after like the third or fourth round of combat. I see. Uh, so in one round, this inquisitor, who's level eleven mythic inquisitor, did over a hundred and fifty damage in a round. <laughs> Against this huge dragon that had like 500 hit points. So the next round, the dragon turned to me and turned me to stone. <laughs> Understandable. That, that, was, that happened. Like, first round, dragon tears down the house. Second round, dragon tears down the ice wall that the wizard had put up inside the house. Third round, I deal 150 damage, and the dragon turns me to stone. Dragon's just doing his thing. All of a sudden, it's, what the hell? What the fuck was that? <laughs> no! <laughs> I you don't get to play anymore. You are out. You are in time out. None of that. And then our barbarian charged and jumped onto the dragon's back and shoved a great sword into his spine. But ouch! Yeah, that was that was another seventy or eighty points of damage right there. Mm. But nothing like the hundred and forty I did right at the start. <laughs> I like my Inquisitor. When are we going to play uh, the the play by email game, Andy? I'm I'm trying to get my schedule down doing things. Okay. I'm running five days a week. I'm doing push-ups three days a week. I'm going to be, hopefully, after this next week, working full-time. Still. Ooh. So it's, I'm, as soon as my schedule is finally square, then I can start okay. adding to it. Do you want to perhaps restart since everyone's, like, forgotten? Well, nobody knows where they are. It's Nothing's really yeah, happened yet. At this point, I don't think anyone knows who their character is. You knew you were an Inquisitor. That's about it. I don't even remember who all is playing. You, Bry, Matt. No, no. See, you, Bry, Julie, Brendan, Cat. Okay, yes. there was an at in there. Matt, Cat, because you know they're so similar. They totally are. And now I have a puppy in the room with me. Of course you do. Yep. He's sitting on his pillows though, so we're fine. All right. So, Topics? yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, E3 is this week. Yes, yes, it is. You have some things posted here for that. Yes, because... Did, uh, did you want to talk about those? Well, I always liked it when you actually did this last year about how the fact that, well, Kotaku goes through and takes bits from the previous E3 keynotes and just looks at them one year later and goes, okay, so what actually happened? But how are they going to do this next year when Nintendo doesn't have a keynote this year? Well, they, uh, they, the one they did last year, they did their little like 40-minute web video, right? Oh, right, with Iwata? Yes. Okay. Who's uh, not coming to E3 this year because of doctor's orders? Yep, health reasons. Yep. So That's which of the th- big three do you want to start with? Well, let's do Nintendo first. Okay, let's since we're on Nintendo, let's do Nintendo first. Uh, Did you actually watch this video or no? No, no. Yeah, I didn't watch do this we, video either. How do we want to do this? Do we want to actually like go item by item? I'd say that would be the easiest. Okay, so summaries. Pokemon X and Y. Oh, God, the Pokemon. Came out. I actually own it. Do you? No. Are you interested in it? Oh. <sighs> I mean, it, it feels like that should be right up your alley, Andy, of the, like, gotta catch them all mentality. I know, but having played the first Pokemon... <laughs> yes? I'm not sure if I want to keep going with the Pokemon. Andy, that's like saying, I played Adventure, I'm not sure I want to play Skyrim. Oh, come on, let's say... The, I, how is Pokemon XY different than just Pokemon, what was it, Red? How is Red and Blue? How yeah. is Skyrim different than Adventure, Andy? 
are leaps and bounds different. I highly doubt that the original Pokemon and Pokemon XY are it's comparable the, there, to There it. is the same core game. Okay, fine. Well, we'll skip from adventure and talk about Elder Scrolls 1 versus Skyrim. Okay, that, that sounds better? more along that, the same lines. Is that lines. more realistic? Yes. Okay. Or Fallout versus Fallout New Vegas. There, okay, so there are many differences between Fallout and Fallout New Vegas. Right. At the core, it's still the same game. But, okay, so let me just state this. I really am not a Nintendo gamer. Yes, that so is that's, true. that's my problem, is the fact that I would have to get the Nintendo hardware in order to play the Nintendo games. Yes, but you also have many friends who have that hardware. <laughs> Yes, none of them are local. Well, true, because you live in the middle of nowhere. Freaking Kalamazoo. It's not in the middle of nowhere. It's literally halfway between Chicago and Detroit. Yes. I found that the out. So we, were, we were on the bike path, and when we, uh, part of the bike path goes under I-94. Yeah. And there's literally a sign there that says, like, I-94, Chicago, 143 miles to the left, and then Detroit, 144 miles to the right. Yep. There you go. Well, then. <laughs> I knew we were close to being in the middle. I didn't know, but like we were the middle, the middle. You are indeed the middle between Detroit and Chicago. So we might actually be in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Moving on. Uh, the Wii U Super 3D World came out. Yep. Mario Kart 8 came out. Just made it. <laughs> like, <laughs> just made that. May 30th. Yeah, that's... Because that, that came out, like, a week ago. That's like, they said, oh yeah, the spring of 2014. That's... When you hit Memorial Day, I feel like that's... It's still technically spring. Oh. In fact, right now, it is still technically spring. Oh, I call BS on that. No, it is. I, I know it is. It's technically still the spring because they do the whole quarters. Right. It's, summer starts at the, the, the solstice. Everyone always thinks like the, the season is shifted by two months. When does winter start? Winter starts in November. Winter starts December 21st. Fine, then. Winter starts in December. There you go. And summer starts... In July? In June. In June. In June. Now you're overcompensating. (laughs) Well, I think it's in, like, May, so maybe I'll go two months... No, it's it's in June. I could see that. But still, I feel like late May is summer. Hence why I feel like Memorial Day is the official start of summer. It's not. I know, but still, would you not feel that right now? It's spring. Okay. Um, We Party You came out. We Fit, sort of. <laughs> it was a full version of the game that you could download and play until it expired after a month. Yep. That's odd. And Art Academy has not yet come out. A lot of third-party games. Yep. A lot of indie games. Oh, half of them or so were yeah. actually released. Yep. Uh, Wind Waker Remake came out. Did you play that? I don't have a Wii U. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. Most people don't have a Wii U. Right. <laughs> I need to find someone who has a Wii U who's willing to let me borrow it because there are a couple games that I want to play on it. Kind of the the only one that's most important of the rest of these is the very last one, which is uh, Super Smash Brothers, which uh, not out yet. But, but all they said was it would be, be released this 2014. year. Yeah, uh, I expect that'll be a huge thing at E3 this year for Nintendo. Well, they're not actually going to be at Nin- or E3, but... Right, but they'll probably do something similar to what they did. Probably. Microsoft! Oh, Microsoft. Oh, this is going to be painful, isn't it? 
Okay, so they started out, yeah, new Xbox 360. Yes, that did happen. The Xbox One didn't actually launch in every market right away, but that's okay. I mean, it, it still launched in November, yes. which you owe me dinner for. Yes, I know. And you owe me dinner for a Blu-ray drive. Damn it. <laughs> that is two dinners, Andy. Didn't I pay for one of those when you stopped by Kalamazoo one time? I have not been that way since Thanksgiving. No, because you were here when I... It was uh, my last day down. at the post office. Yeah. Because that was the day that the Benz died. Yeah, when, when your car broke. The day. I love how my car broke literally the on the last day of the, working at the post office. Yep. But when was that? Uh, that was in like... March or May? Of this year? Last year, May. Okay, yeah. That, like, I, I didn't go to Ann Arbor. All right. Yeah, so that was, that was a while ago. Yeah. That was for something else. I've got squinty eyes at you right now, but... I don't remember what it was for. <laughs> But it was for something else. Maybe it was the birthday one? I don't no, remember. Because we buy the other person on the birthday. Yeah. Right, anyway, so Metal Gear Solid 5. Hasn't uh, shown up yet, nope. but it probably will. Let's see, Rise came out, yep. Killer Instinct came out, yep. Uh, Insomniac Sunset Overdrive did not. I, I think some of these we can sum up as games were promised. And some showed some up. Some shit, yeah, some did, some did not. Yeah. Like Minecraft. Have you played Minecraft yet? No, I have not. Do you have any interest in playing Minecraft? You tried to get me in Terraria. I said, oh yeah, this is like Minecraft, but 2D. Right. Have you tried Minecraft, or do you no. have interest in trying Minecraft? No. Okay. Like I explained to you, it's the same argument that I have with Terraria, is the fact that I need at least some goal. Wait a minute. Wait one cotton-picking minute. All right. Because when we talked about growing up and we talked about Legos... Yes. You were always upset at your parents because they wouldn't let you just create. Sometimes, yes. So don't you give me this I-need-a-goal bullshit. I need at least a goal. Okay. What is your goal when playing with Legos? To have fun. Okay. When I got into Terraria, you know what happened? I died. A lot. A lot. I would like to try... That was not fun. And then, okay, so you got me to your little world, and what happens? I died some more. It's like, oh, I got all these people here. What the hell am I doing? It's... I would like to... I would like to try one more time, then. I would like to try... I would like you to go in with a fresh mind. Okay. And I would like to be sure to have audio communication. (laughs) And we will start together and come up with goals. Now I think I'm good. Oh, come on, Andy. We'll call it one of the dinners. (sighs) Let me ponder that. Okay. Uh, Project Spark... Not yet. Sequel to, well, not sequel, but kind of spiritual sequel to Panzer Dragoon. The Crimson Dragon launched. Dead Rising launched. A lot of games. I loved the free two games per month from Xbox Live Gold. I haven't played any of the games that I've gotten for free, but I've made sure to, you know, Mm -hmm. get the games. Titanfall launched. Wasn't really exclusive. It was exclusive to Windows, I guess. Yeah, that one's a little, yeah, that was exclusive to Microsoft products. Sure. Uh, Microsoft moved away from Microsoft points to straight dollars and cents. I was expecting more issues to happen with this. Really? Or was it, was the, was it, which announcement were they saying all the stuff about used games and everything? Was that two years ago? Uh, that wasn't E3. Ah, okay. In my head, for some odd reason, I just took major video game announcements and then just shoved them into E3. Yeah. No, that was... Remember, Microsoft and Sony both had their own events within, like, a month of each other? Ah, okay. Which makes me wonder, 
there's no way that they scheduled them to happen within months of each other, right? They didn't collaborate and say, hey, you do yours in July and we'll do ours in, in March or something like that. So was one of those placed as a reaction to the other? Probably. And if so, could Which you one? fake one of them out? <laughs> could I be Microsoft marketing department and send out a bunch of invites going like, hey, we're going to show off something new. It's going to be pretty amazing. And send that to like all the journalists and, and the word gets out there and then hope that Sony comes in and says like, ah, uh, ah. Uh, We've got something new, too, and we're going to show it off at this date and then cancel. <laughs> I highly doubt that. That's the amount of time and effort that you would put into that sort of thing to just try and use it as a head fake. But wouldn't that be so funny? It would be hilarious. <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah, we meant to do this. Cancel. Oh, look, Sony's still doing their thing. wonder what Sony's going to do. <laughs> cancel. Never mind. Our new thing's not ready to show off yet. <laughs> Just like the Sony PlayStation Move. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, shit, guys. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. They did motion control. Get someone on the stage. Get someone on the stage. That was hilarious. So do you think there's going to be anything really big at E3? My guess is there's going to be some stuff about virtual reality. From Microsoft? No, from uh, Sony. Well, Hank, we're not done yet. Oh, we oh just we're still talking? We just finished Microsoft's one year later. Oh, we have to talk about Sony's, don't we? Right, but Sorry. We, we talked about Nintendo a little bit saying Smash Brothers. What do you think is going to show up at Microsoft this year? Oh, what is gonna Microsoft, what's Microsoft going to talk about at E3? I have no freaking idea. Games, games, and games? Probably. TV, sports, TV, games? Probably try and make it as broad of an appeal as possible. Eh, see, the thing is, they, they do... You know, last year there was all the complaints of, like, the, the Xbox One reveal was very little games, and it was everything else, right? It was TV and sports. Yes. But E3, Microsoft has managed to keep pretty much about the games. So, so maybe we're going to hear about the new, focused, but, the new Halo game. Yeah, but it's uh, probably going to be an off year for E3. Unless Microsoft's got something up their ass that they've been hiding, like a handheld. Yeah, I'm thinking it's going to be Halo 5, the Halo TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, something else Halo related. Okay. <laughs> I'm like trying to think of what exclusive Microsoft thing could Microsoft talk about. Uh, well, I, I think there's going to be more original IP True. at E3 this year. Probably another Ubisoft game. Someone did. Someone online put together a generic review of Ubisoft game. And it's it's terrible because it actually fits. No, I yeah, I could see that. Like Ubisoft has just remade the same game five different ways. They are the Vivaldi of video game composers. <laughs> oh, speaking of composers, Bell Brewery here in Kalamazoo yeah. is going to be doing a limited edition run of nine different beers based off the planets. That's cool. Wait, but there weren't nine movements in the planets, were there? Or whatever the number of movements were in the planets. I think there's was just it, seven. Was it seven? Pulse the planets. Is a seven-movement orchestral suite. All right, let me just look up. Mars, Venus, Mercury, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. Bell's beer, here we go. God, I do that. Now that we actually talked about last week's episode about, like, how you like your mom, how you like your dad, every time I do a little yeah. musical ditty, I just, in my head, go, oh. <laughs> yep. 
All right, here we go. Yeah, Venus is a blonde ale, Mercury a Belgian single, Jupiter a malt forward brown ale, Saturn a bourbon barrel aged barley wine. Ooh. Uranus is a black double IPA, and Neptune is a beer inspired by Dr. Bell's medicinal stout, one of Larry Bell's home brews that also helped inspire the eccentric ale. Okay, wow. So yeah, they're doing seven different beers starting yep. in August. One released every two months. Collect them all. So yeah. Sorry. Okay, so Sony. Mm-hmm. PlayStation Vita. Had some stuff coming out, all right. PS4 games via remote play. That sort of worked. Mm-hmm. 200, uh, they said 300 games on the PS3, which about 250 have come out, so that's not bad. Um, Walking Dead. More games. Right. More games, more games, a lot of games. They've gotten really good at, like, hey, this game is coming out, and it actually comes out. Yes. Whether or not they are good is something else. PlayStation 4 will launch. Yep, it launched. On t- the price target. This game that didn't come out. You know, I've got my PlayStation 3 downstairs. I still haven't played through a game. What? You got yourself a PS3 and you have not played through a single game. I've started a couple of them. And you just haven't finished them? Yeah, I've got like a half an hour clocked on Grand Theft Auto V. I've got 40 minutes clocked on The Last of Us. I just can't, like, I can't get myself to sit down and play it. Well, that's the same thing. I'm sitting here looking at Assassin's Creed 4 and Batman Arkham Origins. I'm looking at both of them going, I'm about halfway through both of those games. Maybe I should finish them. Nah. Nah. Okay, so this promise, this quote-unquote promise, PlayStation 4 will support used games. That's not a promise. That's not a feature. That's, we left stuff out that would stop you from doing this. Not, hey, we made sure that this works. I, mm, it's just one of the things that they talked about. Yep. Uh, PS4 streaming to Twitch works very well, evidently. So, oh, yeah. Okay, so what's Sony doing this year? What is Sony doing this year? I'm going with uh, so with Microsoft I made the joke about a handheld but with Sony I'm going to go hardcore into that they are doing something with the Vita it's time for an upgrade to the Vita it's time for them to uh, refocus back on the handheld market and or the phones I can see that so looking at it this way, the first year was about getting the early adopter hardcore install base. Now they need to start enticing people. Yeah, there, and there won't but, be a price drop. No, but there's going to be something big because Sony is actually broadcasting its uh, keynote to movie theaters across the country. What? Yes. How do I find out where? <laughs> Hold on, I'm pulling up the blog to see if there's act. There's none of them in Michigan, so I know I'm out. Let me see if this web page will actually load anytime. Oh, now. to over forty movie theaters. Yeah, forty. Because yeah, that's ooh, forty movie theaters. Hey, there's movie theaters nationwide. So page one of nine. Um, really, guys, you aren't gonna enter your zip code. There we go, five three. Uh, the closest one to me is in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Greatness awaits the PlayStation E3 experience live in theaters. It is not only in Chicago, but I'd have to go there tomorrow. I could just make it. I could make it, but I'd, I'd just make it because I'd have to leave work at like five. Oh, look, my nearest one is also in Chicago. Meet you there? <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> Nothing like driving to Chicago and then getting out at 11 and then having to drive back, back home. the 140 miles. Yeah. No, is I'm Chicago good. Chicago halfway between me and you? Are you looking that up right now? I'm I'm looking that up. Come on, Google Maps. Load. Are you on the new Google Maps? Because that takes I forever am. to load. 
Yes, it does. Okay, <laughs> so here's 94 and 131, which is really close to where you are, right? Yeah, yeah. And from home, that is 294 miles. You said it was about 140 to Chicago? Yes. So yeah, Chicago is almost exactly halfway between you and me. Ha, that's funny. That's a lot of construction work between the two of them. And drag that down there. There we go. Now it's 313 miles, but it'll go faster. Yeah. Friggin' Chicago. Yep, it's a necessary evil. Yep. Right, so speaking of Google. Yeah. Google satellites. No. Yes. <laughs> Why? They are going to start with 180 small, high-capacity satellites orbiting the Earth at lower altitudes than traditional satellites to help create Internet access. Not their job. I rarely say that about Google, but not their job. You are an Internet company, not an Internet service provider. Ah, but Google Fiber. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I suppose so. Why? I'm, I'm kind of scared of Google having satellites. They want to have an initial fleet of 180 satellites, each one weighing less. They want to have them weigh less than 250 pounds, which is kind of surprising because the current satellites weigh about 1,500 pounds each. So yeah, they want to combine these satellites into Project Loom or Loon, which is that, that whole was the, the, uh, internet um, internet via blimp. Yeah, or balloon blimp access. So yeah, they they want to. So, so, okay, so this is what they were planning on doing. They are planning on having the drones, the satellites, and the, the balloons. And supposedly the drones were supposed to replace the balloons at some point to give everybody internet access everywhere. Gigabit speeds with less than 150 milliseconds of latency. That's from a satellite. That's pretty good. Yes, it is. But still. You, you don't want Google to have a, a network in the sky above us? A, a network in the sky? Yes, or you Perhaps could call a, it a, a Skynet. Sky oh, I don't know, Andy. I'm scared. Aren't you? Well, it's supposedly going to cost Google $3 billion to do this-ish. It is a lot of money. That's one way of getting around the ISPs, though. Yeah, just make your own. <laughs> just make your own? I guess. I don't know. This It, it seems so far-fetched that they're doing... Sa- oh, I don't know. Google satellites, really? Yep. That just seems crazy. Um, Valve. Yes. A new headset. Yes. New VR headset. Yes. Now, before the previous VR headset, what's the, what the major difference is between this one and their previous one is the fact that the previous one used to have a camera on... On the headset. On the headset itself. So yeah. then it could tell which way you're looking by using like QR codes or something like that. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a bunch of dots on it, and there's a camera pointed at you. So okay. it kind of does like a mocap sort of thing. Mocap being motion capture, which is what they do in movies. Right. So this is not the Oculus, though, right? No. Or is it? No, it's not the Oculus, because Oculus is now owned by Facebook. That probably won't stop them from working with them, or did it? Well, they were working with them, but it's now they're working on their own, and now it's been, it's been quote-unquote, shown to the, well, I was going to say released, but kind of just shown to the public at a VR meetup in Boston, so. Okay, crazy. Yeah, that's, I look at it, I'm like, oh, polka dotted, because that's stylish. Oh, whatever. Yeah, that's a lot of polka dots, though. Because you're going to worry about that? If you've no, already I'm already going to look like a, right. I'm already, already going to look like a fool wearing a VR headset. There was a... Uh, right. Sony showed theirs on Jimmy Fallon on The Tonight Show the other day. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy Fallon and I think it was like Channing Tatum looked like complete idiots with these VR headsets on because they were literally like swinging their arms around willy-nilly. Yeah. yeah, but they also knew that they were doing that. Yeah. They did that for a reason. True. So what else do we got here? 
Oh, uh, so speaking uh, of Valve, we can go from Valve to good old games. Hey, yeah. Because, and a competitor for Steam. Yeah, that one's kind of... I was surprised when I heard this. I'm like, wait, they're, they're really going after Steam? Someone needs to. Does somebody really need to go after Steam? Kinda. Don't Why? you think so? Competition is good. How could you improve upon Steam? I don't know, but if no one's trying, then they're not going to. The only person who's actually tried to compete against Steam so far has been EA with Origins. That is not true. Stardock? Stardock tried. And didn't work. Yep. Origins has tried. Desura. Oh, yeah. I forgot about them. Oh, yeah. It's one of those things where there's Steam is PC gaming and Steam are nearly almost, synonymous. Yeah, there there is so much overlap. Yes, but that doesn't mean that just because that's how it's been is that's how it should be. Competition is good and drives innovation. Okay, yes, I how agree with that one. Steam, I don't know. That's why I'm not in that business. It's gonna be it's gonna be hard to compete against Steam. It is, especially because they're so established and have such a huge install base. But it's a good thing that they're trying to compete. Maybe good old games will actually uh, do some things better than Steam. Mm-hmm. The only problem I have is that means I have to have another store installed on my computer. Yeah, I'm looking down at my taskbar right now. I'm like, okay, so I've got the Blizzard thing here, and then Origins, and then Steam, and then if I go with this one, I'll have Galaxy. And it's My taskbar has now got like freaking 30 items on it now. Mm-hmm. Oh, now you mentioned Blizzard. I want to go and play Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> well, hold on. I let's see if I've officially been in. Oh, look, I can I can play it now. Yay! Yay! But we got to record. Yes, I know. And I don't, think, I don't think recording Heroes of the Storm is going to work out. No, probably not. Was there any NDA with Heroes of the Storm? I don't remember. Not that I saw. Okay, we'll just go from there then. I don't remember if there was one that we designed. I don't remember either. Uh oh. Okay. <laughs> So if there was a sudden cutout of the audio just recently, we found our answer. Yeah. Uh, Sprint and T-Mobile. This one, I cannot believe they're trying to do this. We talked about this, didn't we? I, I don't remember. It's just one of those things where it's just like, really? It's No, it's, it's been hanging around for a while. It was like right after AT&T failed to do it. I think it was, there were SoftBank rumblings wanted, about it, but SoftBank now like... Put, no, SoftBank put out feelers to purchase T-Mobile. Well, now it's definitely like hit the fan now. Okay. Because he's actually doing like show circuits now talking about this merger, even though I highly doubt it's going to get approved. Uh, It might get through the FCC. I'll tell you, if if this doesn't get through the FCC, but Comcast Time Warner does, then that is it. The FCC is like the most corrupt institution in the United States right now. <laughs> I would not doubt that. So either they both do not get through or they both do get through. And if they both get through, then it's still a pretty corrupt organization. I feel like the, the level of what I feel is government corruption right now is the highest that it's ever been. In the I U.S. Feel, in the U.S. I, let's, let's clarify that. Yes, in the U.S., government corruption, I feel like, is at the highest that it's ever been. Yeah. Well, are you defining cronyism as corruption? I'm defining things where you're getting paid to kind of look the other way as yeah. corrupt. I, I don't know. Grease the, the palms. Yeah, greasing the palms, that sort of thing. Buying the yachts. Buying the concert tickets and then selling it to your lobbyists for six times the uh, price. What? what? There was, yeah, I don't remember reading about this at some point. It was where a congressman, because um, the lobbyists could not, you know, like gift these tickets to the, the congressman. Mm-hmm. So the congressman was able to buy the tickets for face value and then sold them to the lobbyists, I think, for like an absorbent amount of money. My God. Yep. 
There was actually a, a, an article recently by former Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger about corruption in U.S. politics and uh, the idea of redistricting and letting the letting Congress redraw the lines and how oh, oh, that is. Gerrymandering doesn't exist. Ah, uh, right. Except it totally does. <laughs> You know, how can people who have a approval rating lower than hemorrhoids be reelected with like a 90% success rate? It's the gerrymandering. It sucks. Yeah. And then I get back to my week-long question of what the hell can we do as just the average Joe? <sighs> Excuse me. Uh, I don't know, Andy. When's the last time that you, you thought of doing a revolution? Well, I changed my Twitter image green that one time. Yeah. Do you even remember what that was for? That was for the uprising in Iran. Yes. Points to Andy. I know something that's going on outside of my apartment. How long ago was that, Andy? Hell if I know. Okay. Because that was years and years ago. So I do have to say that um, the CEO of SoftBank has yeah. been saying that he was going to purchase T-Mobile to increase the broadband in the United States, which I have a feeling that buying T-Mobile will not do that. Well, T-Mobile, no. The the spectrum that T-Mobile owns, yes. T-Mobile doesn't have that much under gigahertz spectrum. I'm saying like things in the 500, 700 range that everybody loves now for this LTE stuff. Mm-hmm. There's not much. But there's also the infrastructure. Maybe I feel like there'd be better purchases that Sprint could do if they real if their goal is to put broadband out for the United States. I feel like there are plenty of other companies that they could buy that are actually dealing with mobile like, broadband specifically. Oh shoot! What was the one that I had just read up on? It's not like they're about to buy AT and T. No, because that's not going to work either. I also love how number three and number four, if they combine, are still going to be smaller. Smaller than number two, which yeah. again we talked about when AT and T was looking to buy T Mobile. Because I think you can throw in number five, I think, because I'm pretty sure it was U.S. Cellular. I think so, yeah. And it's still smaller than AT&T is? Uh, hold on, I'm pulling up the PC Mag article that I had read that put me on this rabbit hole. So what happens when I switch from Chrome or from Firefox to Chrome is I don't remember which things are actually in Chrome or which things are still back in Firefox. Mm-hmm. Uh, CenturyLink, there we go. CenturyLink was the group that I was originally thinking of. Okay. Oh, yeah, so speaking of the AT&T... Mergers, AT&T and Dish. Yeah. Or not Dish, DirecTV. DirecTV. Do you, do you want to issue a, a correction to your statement last week? What did I say? That they weren't working together and hadn't worked together. What? Yeah. Hans did some research for me. Oh. They had been collaborating. Oh, my bad, I guess. For Universe, AT&T Universe. Ah, all right. They, they had indeed been collaborating. Well, now, AT&T, before the AT&T DirecTV merger was announced... Mm-hmm. They had said that they were planning on expanding to 100 municipalities in 21 metropolitan areas, bringing the fiber to the home network. They were expanding as fiber to the home network. Okay. Well, now it seems they told the SEC yesterday that it needs approval for the DirecTV merger in order to bring fiber to those 2 million locations. What? Yep. What? Yep. They said, hey, when Google Fiber announced that they were going out to all these cities, AT&T said, hey, we can do this too. But now they've been like, well, we'll do it, you know, if you guys let us merge with DirecTV. God damn it. We, we might do it. It's not even that we will. It's just we might. God damn it, AT&T. Stop it. Just stop it. Whatever you're doing, just stop. 
route. Which I don't understand how the the merger with DirecTV would hinge that sort of thing because DirecTV doesn't do any mobile broadband or any fiber or anything like that. So why would suddenly this merger with DirecTV hinge on this fiber to like it's not even because really they're saying they might bring it because they can. It's just because they can. Oh, ridiculous. Oh, even more ridiculous news. Mm-hmm. Apple is planning on killing the headphone jack. What? Yes. How? By... Proprietary connector? Tell me oh. they're doing a proprietary... Please tell me they're doing a proprietary connector for headphones and that it's going to be the Apple Beats audio. Well, when they... Uh, it, it, they want to use the lightning port instead. So, proprietary connector. Basically, they want to, instead of having headphones that plug in via the headphone jack, they want to have basically USB headphones instead. No, not USB headphones. Well, I'm just saying that's what basically the lightning connector is, is a digital serial connector, right? Ah, is it? I thought it was a, I thought it was a proprietary serial connector. It is a proprietary connector. Yes. So, but I don't think it's fair to call it a USB because what's the U in USB stand for? Universal. Right. Okay, it's a proprietary... (laughs) Try again. It's a proprietary computer bus and power connector created by Apple. Yep. So it's close to a USB minus the the U. Universal? Yes. Yeah. So Apple is making the headphone jack a proprietary connector. Yes. It is. Isn't it also where the, I mean, it's where the information gets connected if you plug it in. Yes. Isn't that also where it gets the power from? Yes. When you need to charge it? Yes. Yes, it does. So you can't have it plugged in and charging and listening to music at the same time? No, no, you wouldn't, unless they put a second connector on there. Do do you want to know when this was moved out of Android? Because Android did this, too. Probably at the very beginning. The G1, <laughs> the T-Mobile G1 had this. Do you know how successful it was? Not very. Not at all. What the hell, Apple? That is like the, the stupidest decision I think I've ever heard come out of Cupertino, and that is saying something. But if you think about it, Apple's all about, you know, their own connections. And that's 3.5 well, millimeter that jack has been works. around for a while. Since like 18, what? The, 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 oh, when is, how long has that 3.5 tippering sleeve been around? A long, long time. It was one of the first standards. Here we go. Phone connector for audio. Is there a history? Anything? Maybe? Maybe? Really? There's a Wikipedia article about a connector and it doesn't actually give me the history of it? Oh, okay. Let me see if I can find this. Go, go, Tele- Telephone switchboards in the 19th century. So that's when the first tip ring sleeve was used. The TRS the, connector. Okay, here we go. The first quarter inch one was from 1878. Okay. So that's been around. Yes. Right. Now, You're, not not in exactly the same way, but the same idea. As I said, the TRS, tip ring sleeve. Yes. Right? Yes. The first TRS was back in 1878. And the new ones that we have for our headphones are basically just a smaller version of it. Yeah. But it, the, the, the idea is literally the same. That's why you could get an adapter from 2.5 all the way up to quarter inch and it will still work that's because it's the same thing yep so yeah apple's finally getting rid of a connection from the 1800s you're right well they're going to try to yes they're going to try and a lot of people are going to be upset really don't see this working well because when I go out running with my iPod, all I need is those $7 gummy ones that I buy at Myers. That's yep. fine. No, 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 no. Andy, Andy, 
When you go out running with your Apple product iPod, you should be using the Apple product Beats by Dre Apple headphones. Why? Because it's Apple. (laughs) And we will make sure by putting on a proprietary connector that you can only use the Apple Beats by Dre headphones with Apple products. And you can only use Apple products with the Apple Beats by Dre headphones. Unless you pay us another 40 or $50 for a little dongle extension to convert from one to the other. How about thank you very much, but no. How about we're not going to give you a choice? Then I'm not getting that. <laughs> Granted, I have not gotten Apple products since we got my second generation iPod Nano. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be holding up pretty fine. Give it time. It'll go out. Maybe. So one thing I wanted to hit before, uh, Brendan was actually the one who linked me this, was John Oliver talking about net neutrality. He has a pretty good speech on it. Yeah, it's it's, it's got, pretty good. He got rather pretty, passionate. Yeah. It also brought down the FCC's website. Oh, I guess John Oliver can control the internet, it seems. Yep. I need to start watching that show. Yes, yes, I do. The first episode, I think, might still be on YouTube. Just like they just posted it on YouTube saying, hey, this is what the show is about. Nice. Last week tonight? Yes. Yep. I should start watching that. Man, Daily Show has become like the Saturday Night Live of talk show hosts. Or just, you know, just basically like Saturday Night Live where people come on. There's a host that sticks around and then people come on, do their thing, then go move on to bigger and better things. Well, it's it's not just that they do their thing and then move on. It's that this is like the training ground. This is the proving ground. True. This is uh, where you go so that the scouts will see you. <laughs> Because, like, Colbert, before he did The Daily Show, was still really, really, really funny. Oh, yeah. Did you watch him when he was on Whose Line Is It Anyway? Oh, my God. He's amazing on that show. So, yeah, he was funny. When My question is, what is, gonna, what is he going to be like when he's on? Well, they've said he's not going to be in character. Which still might be pretty good, because every once in a while, when he lets his little geek flag fly on the Colbert Report... Those are pretty good moments where he's just like, you see that it's just him and not his character that he's talking about. Yep. Or when he does uh, radio interviews, he's usually out of character for those. Anytime he's out of character, it is incredible to watch. Mm -hmm. So is there anything else on this list that you would like to talk about? Uh, Comcast versus the post office, Sony stopping the PSP. There's a lot on this list I want to talk about. Well, pick a a thingy. Uh, U of M's building a fake city. What? We We should clarify. University of Michigan. We got in trouble for that before. U of M, evidently, when you search it regionally, comes back with different results. Okay, so University of Michigan is creating a fake city. A fake city. 32 acres. Sizable fake city. It also will include a four-lane highway. Yep. Of movable, posable things with fake storefronts, uh, dynamic objects, so like people, quote unquote, walking through the city. And they are doing this for the automated vehicle testing ground. Which being so close to, you know, the big three in Detroit yep. makes sense. Ford, GM. Uh, is it really the big three still? Well, when you say the big three, you're, the connotation means Ford, GM, and Chrysler. Right, but Chrysler is now owned by Fiat. True. So it's not really the big three in Detroit. Chrysler, but still, the, the, there's, the, there's, there's their major corporate headquarters are in the Detroit area. Okay. Then you've got Toyota with their proving grounds, grounds around grounds the same just area. Outside of Detroit, yep. 
So you've got a lot of major people who... I mean, it's, it's still the auto industry is still located there. Yes. With the exception of Tesla, who, on a side note, is now allowed to sell into New Jersey again. Yay! Yay! Overturning hundred-year-old regulations. That are only there because people want to keep making money. Eh. So I actually did some reading about it. Oh? It was originally for protection. How so? It wasn't for making money. It was to separate the distributor from the producer from the seller. It, it was there as, as separation so that uh, it, it was more insurance than anything else. Okay. I still don't see the reasoning behind that. Well, because it meant that the auto industry could take risks. Because they're not directly connected to, from right. producer once, to Once consumer. the cars are off their lot, they don't care, right? Yeah. I could, I could make this, you know, hundreds of thousands of this car in the expectation that the demand will be there. And if the demand isn't there, I'm not the one that gets screwed. I, the national brand responsible for providing vehicles to everyone, am not the one that gets screwed. It is the little distributor or the dealership that's going to get screwed. But the dealership is normally big enough and sells a wide variety of cars that they can normally take that hit. Right, right. And even if they can't take the hit, if they get really, really fucked, it's that one dealership that's going to get really fucked. True, not the whole national. Not the national company. Gotcha. So it was there as protection. Okay, Um, I could see that. But it hasn't kept up, right, with technology, with demand. They can measure the demand much easier. The whole thing that Tesla is doing is the idea of I'm ordering it from the factory. Yeah, BMW has been doing that for years now. Right. That the factory I remember, will do my order exactly. Yeah, remember where you talked about the guy who literally traced his car from the factory... To his door. To his door. Yep. So yeah, it's the structure's in place. Is it needed anymore? No. Probably not, no. Okay. Uh, yeah. New of them's got their fake city being built on North Campus. I kind of want to go walk through it. <laughs> I hope it's, I hope it's open to the public. Or at least, at least open on like the, the, the opening day sort of thing. So you can yeah. at least. You can just walk through it. Yeah. I wonder what city they're modeling it after. I, I don't know. Celine. <laughs> Well, they'd have to have different things. So you'd have to have like a parking lot of different types and you'd have the four lane highway, different city sections. They've got to put a roundabout in there because that's everywhere now. Yes. Oh, my gosh. The construction by our house is freaking crazy because they're putting in roundabouts. Traffic circles. Whatever. Roundabout traffic circles. Some people still don't understand them. What do I do? Well, if you're coming on, you stop if there are already people on. I don't know why this is so difficult. I don't know. Okay, random review. Yes, this one is yours, Dave. It is mine. I'm going to review not a game. (laughs) Wait, that's my job. I know. I'm going to review the Greenworks G-Max mower with the 20-inch deck and dual-blade smart-cut technology. What I'm hearing is, Dave, uh, what were you using to mow the lawn before this? Uh, A service. Ah. Two local college kids. Dave bought a lawnmower. Dave bought a $350 lawnmower. That is entirely electric. It is electric and it is battery powered. So you bought a really big cordless mower. Yeah, it's really nice. Like it is super, super quiet. Well, yeah, I would expect so being, you know, powered by lithium ion batteries and not a gas engine. Right. So you don't need to keep buying gas. You don't need to fill the mower. You just... You pop the little the, the cartridge slot, shove in the battery, and you're good to go. It is push button start. Which there's makes no, sense because it's no an electric engine. Yeah. There's no, you know, it's no, it's 
you you push the button and you pull the handle and it turns on as it should uh it's not self-propelled okay so it's a little expensive for a non-self-propelled mower but it's light because it doesn't have an engine like there's only so many ways to say it doesn't have an engine uh it turns very nice it does a great job on the grass of course it's a brand new mower so it's brand new blades um it only weighs 40 pounds? Jeez, that's Yeah, it, it is a light mower. It Ooh. comes with two batteries, a 4-amp-hour and a 2-amp-hour. Which one did you get? Well, no, it comes oh, it with comes. both. It actually comes with both, and there are two slots on the mower. So you can plug both of them in and get 6-amp-hours? Yeah, well, it just drains one, then it drains the other. Okay, so you can get supposedly 6 hours. Yep. 6-amp-hours. So the question is, how long... Before you well, run out of battery. It certainly draws more than an hour, an amp per hour. <laughs> uh, I, I, so I did a stupid thing when I first yes. got it, which was the batteries came to me about half charged. And so I plugged in one battery to the wall to charge, and I put the other battery in the mower to get started on the lawn. Oh. My grass was like seven inches long. Oh. Oh. No, no, it's not Oh. They're lithium-ion batteries. You don't need to charge them to full. I know, but you normally should before you plug them in. They've been charged before. Oh, fine. Lithium-ion does not have that same kind of memory problem. So I, I charged it, I, I ran with it, I did a little work, and it, it does a good job, but it I'm going to have to cycle the batteries like three times to do my lawn. So what I'm hearing is you need to get more batteries. The batteries are like $120 each. Oh! I also discovered I have a big yard. <laughs> like you probably do, yeah. I actually really have a big yard, and it's mostly unusable land because it's on this hill. Okay. But from, from end to end of my backyard, it's, it's actually really long. Um, you can what is see the, uh, what's the square footage of your plot? I don't know. You, you don't know the square footage of your I don't know the square footage of my plot. Can I find it online? I don't know. Maybe. I'm just kind of surprised that you... <laughs> Why how would much I land do you this? got? I don't know. I don't know. Uh. But one of the sheets said like a quarter acre. Hang on. Search by address. Go. There's my property tax. There's the school district. There's the market value, which is wrong. No, I own that plot. Tell me how big it is. <laughs> I see the parcel map. I don't know. It's big. Well, what I need you to do, Dave, is find that information out. Okay. So that would be good to know. Yeah, I will I will look it up. All right. So are you happy with your $400 uh, mower? It's, I, I mean, if, if it lasts me two years, I will have saved a significant chunk of change over the, uh, the service that I was paying for. There is a note on Amazon that says the item is under review. <laughs> okay. So I'm not sure what that means. I, I, don't, I think my, my stuff is like, I didn't see anything on here that I guess offers up to 70 minutes of runtime that that didn't seem to be quite accurate. I guess it would be 70 minutes if you bought a second 4-amp-hour battery. No, it says 70 minutes with the included 4-amp-hour and 2-amp-hour batteries. Mm, that seems like a lot. It normally is. Normally these battery estimations are always a little on the high side. These battery what? Battery estimations. Estimations? That's what I meant, yes. Okay. Estimations, estimations, uh, whatever. Yeah. 
See, I've never, I knew that they were starting to do these lithium ion based heavy duty, what I would consider more than just, you know, a power tool, mm-hmm. but I've never actually knew anybody who got some, but now you are my guinea pig. So yep. I will, oh, whenever the other, I, the other cool thing, it, it folds up actually really nicely. I am the guinea pig. Yes. Now, are you bagging or are you mulching or what? Well, because the lawn was so long, I'm bagging the first round. Okay. Um, which comes up with an interesting question. What do you do with the lawn clippings? I don't know. There's probably somebody's probably Googled that before. Uh yeah, because like I'm not supposed to put it in my trash. Look at that. What do you do with lawn clippings? Hey, there you go. Uh you can compost it. Cool. Yeah. It's there's a lot. And after this I'm gonna mulch it. Alright. But it as I said, the lawn was like seven or eight inches tall. You could see the breeze. Well that's something. Yeah. It, it's oh. been like two weeks since it's been uh, mowed. So I love the fact that I live in an apartment and don't have to worry about the lawn or the snow. Yeah? How long is that going to last? Whenever we get out of the apartment. Okay. Then I'll have to actually start worrying about things like lawnmowers and snowblowers. Yeah. So, random topic. Random topic. I rolled ahead of time. If you were reduced to living on a flat plane, what would be your greatest problems and opportunities? Since I am not the flatland expert, I am <laughs> so handing this over to Dave. Andy, yes, you Dave. have a desk in front of you. Yes, I do. This it is, is covered classic, with stuff. This is the classic example. Uh, find something that is relatively flat. I am holding a round to it in my hand right now. A what? A round to it. What is a to it? It's, it's a round to it. It looks like a wooden nickel. Okay. And it has to it, T-U-I-T, on one side. On the other side, it says... Do it when you get a round to it. Ah, a round to it. A round to it, yes. Okay. This was given to me by one of my professors who said, now you can never say that you never got a round to it. Nice. Is it, it is relatively thin? Yes, yes it is. So put it on near the edge of the the desk. Okay, it's on near the edge of the desk. And now start lowering yourself down so that you are on that plane of vision. Okay. So that you just see the edge of the to it. All right, now I'm staring. This is highly uncomfortable. Right, but that's, okay, so you see, like, it's just basically a thin line segment now. Yes, yes it is. It is now a line of wood. That is the approximation of what it would look like if you were reduced onto a flat plane. Okay. You can get up now. All right, thank you. Oh, much better. So that is all you can see. Yes. Right? It's just line segments. Yes. You can't see inside things. By looking from the top. Uh, So there become issues of like, how do you judge distance? You can't. So in Flatland, you actually can because there is a a fall off in light. Basically, there's a fog. There is an ever-present fog. The farther away something is, the darker it is. Okay. And so if you imagine a flat object, a straight object like the, well, let's let's take your your round object, your tuit. Okay. Right? It is round. It is circular. Yes. So you would see a gradual uh, change in the intensity of light where the the frequency of the change, the the amount of the change is getting more and more. Right? If you look at the center, it's the brightest, and then it's a little less brighter, and then a little, little less brighter, and then by the end, it's, it's falling off really quickly. Yes. Okay. I can see that. Whereas if it was a triangle, you'd see the point, which would be very bright, and then you'd see a constant fall off of light. Okay. Right? Yes. So you could actually see, because it's that constant dimming, you'd be able to say, ah, that's a straight line going away from me. Okay. 
So that's a challenge there is, is distance. Uh, distance and shapes, identifying different shapes and what they are, become problematic. I'd be a little more worried about things like eating, <laughs> finding food, communicating. Are there any opportunities of living in a flatland? What, you, what like benefits of? Or I don't know. This is literally what the question said was problems and opportunities. Opportunities. Well, I have a knowledge of multi-dimensional space, but <laughs> which will do you absolutely no good yeah, because like you're, you're stuck on a flatland. Flat you can't describe it, right? Try and describe to someone what the fourth dimension is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's not going to work. The fourth spatial dimension, I should clarify, not the temporal dimension, not time. Which point in that direction, Andy? Point in the fourth dimension. I I can't. Describe it using words. Well, it's it's not up. It's not really even forward, right? Because forward is in front, backward, left and right. We've got that. Yeah, you got your X, Y and Z. Yeah. Well, what about your W? (laughs) Which direction is that? Point to it. I can't. Then it doesn't exist. This is the basis of Flatland. This is what like a half the book is, is uh, trying to convince people that there is this third dimension. There is an above that is not up. Well, that's just this is just crazy is what this is. Yes. I, I don't really know what else to say about it. What opportunities would there be to be living in this dimension? Um, I don't know. I don't know either. This is, this is like I said, a really like, random question. Like, is it actually flat land or is it just a flat plane? Because if it's actually flat land, then there are other problems of, like, it's a class-based society. I have not read this book. Okay, so we just said we're living on a flat plane. Okay, then we'll, we'll go with not flat land. Okay, but flat land is the easiest way to... Yeah, I mean, flat land is what they're talking about. Okay. Unless they're really mean, like, a, a flat airplane. I don't know what it's like to live on a flat airplane. I don't know. This has been a very... Random topic. (laughs) Yes, yes it has. Go figure. No surprise there. None. You going to PAX? We talked about this last week, didn't we? Um, no, I'm going up north. Right. If I was going to PAX, then nobody's going up north. Yeah, you're going up north. I miss that cabin. I want to go back. It's a nice cabin. It's a gorgeous cottage. It would also be nice is the fact that um, my Explorer can actually seat six. Ooh. Because it's got a third row of seats in it, so. Cool. So we only have to take two cars somewhere when we go somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Um, Did you see the giant inflatable suits that everyone wants us to wear? Yes. And I'm going to say no. I agree. We're going to nip that one in the bud right now, right? Yes. Okay, we are not doing that? No, I'm good. Okay. So, I feel like this whole Flatland discussion has flatlined. Yep, I got nothing on it. Like, I I really don't know what else to say. I've explained to you now what Flatland kind of looks like. No, yeah, I understand that now, but am I ever going to use this in any other part of my daily life? No. Uh It's going to be interesting if you go to Lineland. Lineland? Lineland. That just the how to what is everybody living on a line? Everyone lives on one line. Well, then I will be stuck in the middle, and it will not be good. Well, the middle is great. The middle is where the king of Lineland lives. Did you actually read this book for fun? Yes, it's a good book. I'm not sure if I trust your opinion on this. If it weren't so ridiculously short, I would use it for the book club. Speaking of which, snow crash this month. I know, I'm halfway through and not expecting the amount of religious talk that is included in this it, book. It's kind of surprising, isn't it? Yes, yes it is. It's a good book though, isn't it? Hence why I'm still reading it. Yep, as a, as a recommendation, when you finish it, you're, you're halfway through, right? Yes, 54%. Okay, perfect. When you finish it, 
give yourself three or four or five days and go through it again. It's really, you, you pick up so much more the second time. All right. At least read the beginning couple chapters again. Okay. Okay? Yep. Cool. I think we're done. Yes, especially since we've gone off the random topic far, far away from it. Bobby pins. All right, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.